Coming up on 5-Minute News. Another Trump lawyer pleads guilty for trying to overturn the election. Tom Emmer withdraws hours after winning Speaker nomination. And Michael Cohen testifies against his former employer. It's Wednesday, October 25. I'm Anthony Davis. Attorney and prominent conservative media figure Jenna Ellis pleaded guilty yesterday to a felony charge over efforts to overturn Donald Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia, tearfully telling the judge she looks back on that time with deep remorse. Ellis, the fourth defendant in the case to enter into a plea deal with prosecutors, was a vocal part of Trump's re-election campaign in the last presidential cycle and was charged alongside the Republican former president and 17 others with violating the state's anti-racketeering law. Ellis pleaded guilty to one felony count of aiding and abetting false statements and writings. She'd been facing charges of violating Georgia's Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, known as RICO, and soliciting the violation of oath by a public officer, both felonies. She rose to speak after pleading guilty, fighting back tears as she said she would not have represented Trump after the 2020 election if she knew then what she knows now, claiming that she relied on lawyers with much more experience than her and failed to verify the things they told her. The guilty plea from Ellis comes just days after two other defendants, fellow attorneys Sidney Powell and Kenneth Cheeseborough, entered guilty pleas. That means three high-profile people responsible for pushing baseless legal challenges to Democrat Joe Biden's election victory have agreed to accept responsibility for their roles rather than take their chances before a jury. The early pleas and the favourable punishment, probation rather than prison, could foreshadow similar outcomes for additional defendants who may see an admission of guilt and cooperation as their best hope for leniency. Even so, their value as witnesses against Trump, given that their direct participation in unfounded schemes, will no doubt expose them to attacks on their credibility and bruising cross-examinations should they testify. Republican Representative Tom Emmer abruptly abandoned his bid to become House Speaker on Tuesday, withdrawing within hours of winning the internal party nomination after disgraced former President Donald Trump objected and far-right Christian nationalists in Congress refused to support him for the gavel. Emma becomes the third House Republican to fall short in what has become an almost absurd cycle of political infighting since Kevin McCarthy's ouster as GOP faction's jockey for power. Refusing to unify, far-right members won't accept a more traditional speaker and more moderate members don't want a hardliner. Emma briskly left the building where he'd been meeting privately with Republicans but returned later to offices at the Capitol. He said Trump's opposition did not affect his decision to bow out. Trump, speaking as he left the courtroom in New York where he faces business fraud charges, said his unendorsement must have had an impact on Emma's bid. He wasn't MAGA, said Trump. House Republicans returned behind closed doors, where they spent much of their time desperately searching for a leader who can unite the factions, reopen the House, and get the US Congress working again. 
Some Democrats had eyed Emma, who had voted to certify the 2020 election results, as a potential partner in governing the House. But Trump allies, including the influential hard-right instigator Steve Bannon, had been critical of Emma. Some point to his support of a same-sex marriage initiative and perceived criticisms of the former president. Trump's former lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen testified on Tuesday that he manipulated the values of the former US president's real estate properties to match whatever number Mr. Trump told us. Testifying as a key witness in New York Attorney General Letitia James's civil fraud case against Trump, Cohen said Trump tasked him and other former Trump Organization executives with doctoring financial statements to boost the value of the company's holdings and secure better real estate premiums. He would say, I'm actually not worth $4.5 billion, I'm really worth more like $6 billion, Cohen said, adding that Trump arrived at the valuations of his assets arbitrarily. Tuesday's testimony marked a highly anticipated reunion of the Allies turned bitter foes. Trump initially leaned back in his chair with his arms folded and stared intently at Cohen as he testified, but spent most of the day hunched over the defendant's table, occasionally watching Cohen and speaking to his lawyers. Cohen is expected to return to the witness stand on Wednesday for cross-examination by Trump's lawyers. Trump told reporters after exiting the courtroom that he would return today as well. Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg would mark up line items by hand using red ink in Trump's financial statements after the former president told them the numbers were too low. The testimony came during the fourth week of a trial in New York State Court in Manhattan, stemming from a lawsuit that James brought against Trump and his family company last September. The suit, which could break up the Trump's business empire, alleges Trump inflated the value of his properties. Cohen, who once said he would take a bullet for Trump, turned on his one-time boss in 2018 when he pleaded guilty to a campaign finance violation and lying to Congress about Trump's business dealings in Russia. Cohen began a three-year prison sentence in 2019 but was released to home confinement the following year during the coronavirus pandemic. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.